Last Wednesday, Pastor John spoke on the first Imagine Prayer service on the topic of renew, and he shared the importance of the Lord to bring spiritual renewal to our church family. And if you will remember, you took notes, there were four areas of focuses uh, for prayer in that service, and Pastor talked about the renewal of our minds, the renewal of spirit, the renewal of strength, and the renewal of vision. Tonight, as he mentioned, the focus of this service is agree. And everyone say, agree. agree. To agree is to act together to a common end or the single effect of something. To consent to a course of action or to achieve or be in harmony of purpose. And that's why we felt that it was so important that our entire church family would come together tonight, children, youth, adults, and that we would agree in prayer for our church and this Imagine Vision campaign. Amen? And one of the greatest stories in your Bible about a building project would be found in the book of Nehemiah and the rebuilding of the walls of Jerusalem. There's great significance with the city of Jerusalem. Jerusalem was located on the southeastern ridge of what would later become the Temple Mount of Jerusalem. It is surrounded on three sides by deep valleys. It was a strongly fortified position, and it provided Israel with a nearly impregnable national capital. But Jerusalem was not only a religious and a political center of Israel, but it would also come to occupy a very important place in the history of both Judaism and Christianity and world history. In your Bible, as you read, after David brought the Ark of God to Zion, that Jerusalem was recognized as the place where the Lord had chosen to cause his name to dwell there. There are numerous scriptures that speak of Jerusalem as the place from which the Lord reigns over the entire earth. And according to your Bible, the Jerusalem will continue to be a focal point of human history until the Lord comes back for his church. So yes, the, the building project of Jerusalem with Nehemiah, it was significant for the people of God. And I wholeheartedly believe, and I pray you do as well, that imagine is of great significance to the kingdom of God and the city of Atlanta, amen? This church is like a city set on a hill. The church is a shining light of Jesus Christ into the darkness of this world. This church is a place for the people of God to assemble together, to be encouraged, and to be sent out to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. This church is a place where the truth of God's word is being proclaimed, and if you believe that, say amen. amen. For Jerusalem, sadly, it was captured, and it was destroyed by Babylonians in 586 B.C. The Jews were carried off into exile, and then 70 years later, the exile ended when King Cyrus began to allow the Jews to return home. But while the returning exile began, 
uh, to rebuild the temple and restore their homes. The city's broken down wall left Jerusalem very vulnerable and very undefended. And this is when we're introduced to a man named Nehemiah. He was a contemporary of Ezra. He was a cupbearer to the king and the Persian palace. Nehemiah had great concern for the welfare of Jerusalem and its inhabitants. And this was because Nehemiah, he also knew of the significance of Jerusalem. He knew of the significance of God's chosen people and the purpose and the favor that was upon them. Therefore, Nehemiah, he wanted God's will for his people and for Jerusalem to be accomplished. And more than anything else, we as a church would want God's will to be accomplished for our church. Amen? What is God's will for our church? Simply put, it is God's will that we would reach a lost and a dying world. 2 Peter 3.9 says it like this, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness. But is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. That's why we as a church are commanded in Mark 16, 15. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. The purpose behind Imagine is simply people that need Jesus Christ. Imagine is not about a building. It's about people. Amen? So the first thing that we must agree upon tonight is that it is the will of God for our church and for Imagine. We must agree upon this. Just as Nehemiah understood God's will and purpose for his people and Jerusalem, we must understand and agree with God's will for our church and for imagine. Amen. God's will is the mission of our church to lead people into a saving relationship with Jesus Christ and develop them into fully devoted followers of him. We must agree with God's will. That's our first prayer point for the night. Next, in Nehemiah chapter 1 and verse 2, we, we read about a conversation between Nehemiah and Hananiah. Nehemiah asked how things were going in Jerusalem, and he found out that things were not going well for those who had, had returned to Jerusalem. They were in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem had been torn down. The gates had been destroyed by fire. And upon hearing this news, we read in Nehemiah 1.4, and so it was when I heard these words that I, I sat down and I wept and I mourned for many days. I was fasting and I was praying before the God of heaven. Nehemiah, he understood that the need was great. He understood that the task that was before him was significant. And Nehemiah recognized that the only way for this project to be accomplished would be through prayer and fasting before the God of heaven. And church, we must recognize what Nehemiah recognized. From the very outset of this campaign and this journey, we must agree with God's way for imagine to be accomplished is through prayer and through fasting. Amen? 
In Matthew 17, we read about having faith as of a grain of a mustard seed. We read about speaking to a mountain to be removed. We read how nothing shall be impossible. But following those verses, Matthew 17, 21 tells us, however, this kind, it does not go out by prayer and fasting. And church, when Nehemiah prayed and fasted, something began to happen. On his own, Nehemiah would have been limited and restricted to his own abilities and his own resources just as we are. But God, he heard his prayer. God saw his sacrifice of fasting. And with God on his side, doors began to supernaturally be opened. Resources and finances would miraculously be provided. Nehemiah was given instruction for safe travel along the journey. He was given timber and resources from the king's forest for the project. And Nehemiah 2.8, it informs us that it was because the gracious hand of God was upon him. This wasn't an accident that the hand of God was upon him. It was upon him because Nehemiah had taken time to go before the throne of heaven and he prayed and he fasted to God. Amen. So let it be said about Atlanta West during this campaign that we approach this season of growth and revival as we imagine and that we agree to do it God's way through prayer and through fasting. Amen. As a result, I believe the faith and the blessing and the gracious hand of God will be upon us as a church. So Nehemiah, he went to Jerusalem to rebuild the wall with the king's full permission and support. Upon arrival, Nehemiah quickly got to work and surveying the damage. And when the time was right, Nehemiah, he began to rally all the people and organizing the work by saying this in Nehemiah 2.17. He said, come and let us build the wall of Jerusalem that we may no longer be a reproach. He didn't say, come, let me build the wall. He didn't say, come, let you begin to build the wall. He said, no, come, let us all begin to build the wall. Nehemiah knew that the work cannot be done by himself alone. That would take all the people working together. Nehemiah 2.18, the people agreed. And so they said, let us rise up and build. Then they set their hands to this good work. As you'll continue to read in Nehemiah 3, it's a pretty amazing story. And we don't have full time in this prayer service. But you will see how this was carried out in this chapter, you'll read of how high priests and priests would begin to work together. You'll read of citizens from different cities coming together. You'll read of people of different and various backgrounds. You read of how goldsmiths and then merchants and even a manufacturer of perfume began to work together. They weren't wall builders. They had different occupations, but they all came together said, hey, count me in. I want to get on board with this. We're all going to build this together. Amen. 
In Nehemiah 3:4, you read of how sons and grandsons began to work together on the wall. What's fascinating and sometimes overlooked in Nehemiah 3:12, there's a man named Shalom, and the Bible says that he and even his daughters repaired the next section of the wall. Nehemiah understood that in order for it to be rebuilt, it was going to take a unified nation. Amen. We read in Nehemiah 420 that even if someone was in trouble in the project, if someone was in need, they would blow a trumpet and they would all rush to help one another. In Atlanta West, in order for Imagine to be realized in our church, I believe that we must also agree with God's wishes for his church. This is our third prayer point. I believe that it is his wish, his want, his desire for us all to come together with great unity and great agreement like never before. Philippians 2, 1 through 5 says, is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ here in the New Living Translation? He says, is there any comfort from his love, any fellowship together in the spirit? He said, are your hearts tender and compassionate? Verse 2, he says, then you make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and one purpose. So don't be selfish during this season. Don't try to impress others during this season, but be humble. Think of others. Think of the lost people that need to be saved as better than yourselves. Amen. Verse four, don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. Verse five, because you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. We're a book of Acts church, amen? And I believe that God is calling us once again, like on the day of Pentecost, to be with one accord and in one place. God is wanting to unify those in our church from every walk of life, from every nationality, from every generation, fathers, mothers, grandparents, sons, daughters, grandchildren, amen? Church, we must all agree with God's wishes for our church. Amen. He's calling everybody to come together to imagine with one mind and with one purpose. Finally, one of the greatest aspects of the story of Nehemiah is the sacrifice and the commitment to the work that was set before them. What an amazing story. And you read about it. Was it hard work, this journey that they were on? Yes, it was hard work. Were sacrifices required during the season of work? Absolutely. Famously, the laborers, they carried on their work with one hand supporting their load and one hand holding a weapon. All the builders had a sword belted to their side. And the Bible says they worked early and they worked late. And some of our team leaders and teams that have been helping for with Imagine can say amen. Finally, we read that during the entire project, they didn't even change or take off their clothes. A smelly, hardworking bunch of people. Was there opposition to the work? You better believe it. From without and from within. Nehemiah, he had to have guards with swords and spears and bows stationed around the walls day and night. 
Two men named Sanballat and Geshem conspired against Nehemiah. They tried to pull him from his work. They tried to do him harm during this season of growth. But Nehemiah's response in Nehemiah 6.3 says, I am doing a great work so that I cannot come down. Why should the work cease? Amen. So despite the challenges, despite the opposition, we read that the work was completed in an astonishing 52 days. Why? Nehemiah 4, 6 says, so we built the wall and the entire wall was joined together up to half its height for the people. They had a mind to work. Amen. That fourth and final point for tonight is that we must agree with God's work. As a church, we must agree that the work of God in Atlanta West is worthy of our time. It's worthy of our talent. It's worthy of our treasure. Amen. 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. We must agree that the work of God, church, is worthy of our sacrifice. Yes, the enemy is going to try to oppose Imagine, yes, the enemy is going to try to attack you and your family as you work and you build up the kingdom of God. Yes, the enemy is going to try to discourage us in our work. But let our prayer be like Nehemiah's in the face of opposition in Nehemiah 6, 9. For they were all trying to make us afraid, saying their hands will be weakened in the work and it will not be done. But Nehemiah's response is now, therefore, O God, strengthen my hands. And I believe with all of my heart that as we agree with God's work for imagine, he's going to strengthen our hands. He's going to see us through. Amen. He's going to help us accomplish this great work. Amen. As we end this service tonight, we're about to agree in prayer and we're going to agree with powerful prayer calling on the name of Jesus. And Matthew 18, 19 to 20 says it like this. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I and there in the midst of them. This, this scripture is encouraging. It's powerful. But the Greek word for agree is, is simply this. Symphonio. It means to agree together. To make a bargain or to come to an agreement. This word is the Greek word from which the word symphony is derived. A symphony orchestra combines many diverse instruments together. Anywhere from 50 to 80 instruments and under the direction of a skilled conductor to produce a beautiful musical masterpiece and church together understand that its impacts extends far beyond what any one instrument could achieve on its own. That's the power of agree. This imagery paints a perfect analogy for the church of God as it is intended to be. 
We preach it. We teach it that we are a multicultural, a multi-generational church together reaching for the next generation. Amen. We are better when we are together. And anything that we ask in his name, it will be done. Amen. If you believe that, why don't you stand to your feet and thank the Lord right now and agree. Thank the Lord, God. We believe that you are with us. We believe, God, that you are on our side. And we come to you with great faith tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I believe the Lord is with us. As we enter into a season of prayer here tonight, you're going to see these prayer points Supporting scripture is going to be on the screens. And we want you, as you pray, to encourage you to move out of your seats, to turn this sanctuary into an altar, this sanctuary into a powerful room of prayer. Amen. If you're new to Atlanta West with these tight top tables, we have prayer cards. We'd love to you to fill out prayer requests. And as you walk through the sanctuary, grab a request, begin to call out that request by name. Maybe you want to place it back down. You want to pick up another one. We're going to pray for these needs today. Maybe you want to take one home when we're done. But tonight, as we agree in prayer, remember to pray and to agree with God's will. Amen. Our mission to reach the loss. Agree with God's way that we're going to go about this in prayer and fasting. Agree with God's wishes that we're going to be unified as a church and agree with God's work, amen, to build the kingdom of God at all costs. Amen. One more time, we're going to lift our voices in prayer, and then we're going to disperse as a church. Lord, we love you. We thank you for this season that we are in. We thank you, oh God, for this exciting step that we are taking as a church. But I pray that we will take it with you, God, steps of faith, calling on the name of Jesus Christ. I pray tonight, Lord, that there would be a great spirit of unity, God, that would continue to sweep across our church. Maybe there's a one or two on the outside, God, that they would be brought in, oh God, with vision and with purpose to see, oh God, that you are trying to accomplish through Imagine and through our church. Be with us today. I pray, God, that you would hear our prayers as we call unto you in the name of Jesus Christ.